Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500-renewed virus restrictions the delta variant is covid on steroids streets become rivers in europe cutting entire towns off with flood water 18 and ready to fly high i am super excited to go to space Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. 16 months into the pandemic and the numbers are going in the wrong direction. New COVID hospitalizations per day in this country up more than 35 percent in one week. The nation's most populous county, Los Angeles County, has reinstated an indoor mask mandate for everyone, even those who've been vaccinated. County Health Officer Dr. Muntu Davis says it goes into effect tomorrow night. Masking indoors must again become a normal practice by all, regardless of vaccination status, so that we can stop the trends and level of, of transmission we're currently seeing. It's a step that could face some resistance. If a business wants to choose to ask us to wear a mask, then I agree with it. However, I do feel that it should be a choice. In Austin, Texas, Mayor Steve Adler says unvaccinated high-risk people in his city should avoid large indoor gatherings. This is our gut check time. We cannot pretend to be done with a virus that is not done with us. The Surgeon General says misinformation about vaccines is an urgent threat to public health. Phoenix Emergency Room Dr. Shad Marvasti says the drop in demand for vaccinations as the pandemic worsens again is disappointing. We really have to act quickly and we really have to ramp up our numbers and it's really kind of like making a 180 degree turn. COVID case numbers are rising in Tokyo where the summer games open a week from today. CBS's Lucy Kraft says masked athletes have been arriving for days. With vaccines not required for athletes, many worry cases in the Olympic Village could put a strain on hospitals. First-time U.S. Olympic swimmer Michael Andrew is one of the athletes refusing the shot. I didn't want to risk any days out. There were periods where taking the vaccine, you have to deal with some days off. USA Basketball is on the hunt for a replacement after three-time NBA All-Star Bradley Beal found out he will not be going to Tokyo because of health and safety protocols related to COVID. The team also canceled tonight's exhibition match against Australia out of an abundance of caution. COVID-19 claimed the lone game on the Major League Baseball schedule last night. No Red Sox-Yankees showdown. 
because three New York players tested positive for COVID. General Manager Brian Cashman says it could go beyond that. It could be as high as six from the player population pool right now, but we're taking every step necessary to try to, to walk through this. A source tells the Associated Press four NFL teams are under the 50% vaccination level, less than two weeks from training camp. In Paris, the Eiffel Tower is open again to visitors for the first time since October, with limits on crowd size. Well, the biggest of the western wildfires is in southern Oregon. It's burned more than 227,000 acres, and about 2,000 people have been forced out of their homes. We are seeing really extreme fire behavior out there day after day. Crews are reporting just extreme burning conditions. Holly Crake of the U.S. Forest Service says 1,700 firefighters are on the job there. Now to Europe. Raging floodwaters are blamed for more than 90 deaths, mostly in Germany and Belgium. CBS's MTS Tayeb has the latest. The scale of the disaster is unlike anything seen here in living memory. Entire neighborhoods now in ruins after days of heavy rains triggered flash flooding across large parts of northern Germany. Torrents of water so powerful it crushed much of what stood in its way. In Schuld, a once quiet and picturesque village, residents survey what's left. With this man saying, it's unreal. I can't believe what I'm seeing here. A suspect's under arrest outside Lubbock, Texas, after a deadly standoff with police. One officer was shot and killed, four others wounded. Police sent robots into the home that was under siege, deploying gas that forced the 22-year-old man out of the house. He's now in the hospital. The Biden administration's taken new steps to target cyber criminals. CBS's Jeff Pegues says it includes a website to help businesses deal with costly and crippling ransomware. The State Department is offering up to a $10 million cash reward for tips leading to the arrest of those responsible. The move comes days after our evil, one of the most notorious ransomware gangs, mysteriously went dark, disappearing from the Internet, leaving experts to speculate whether the group shut down voluntarily or whether the U.S. government was somehow involved. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is expected to be interviewed tomorrow as the state attorney general's office investigates sexual harassment and misconduct allegations against him. Legal analyst Lori Levinson. They wait until the end of the investigation to interview the target because they want to make sure that they have the most information possible when they hear his side of the story. Cuomo has denied the allegations. Well, in real estate, it's most definitely a seller's market. CBS's Peter King in Orlando looks at the extraordinary lengths some buyers are going to to seal the deal. Buyers are writing love letters like these to get the homes they want. We couldn't help imagining seeing our kids enjoying the lovely yard. We found your community is everything that we're looking for. Richard Ortega says he and his partner had 15 of those letters, which translated into 25 offers and finally an offer they couldn't refuse, all cash, from a New York couple using FaceTime. We sold for more than what we wanted. We sold super fast. For thirty-two grand above the asking price. The downside, the couple doesn't have a new place yet. Inventories are low. Chances are they'll overpay, too. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. For the first time, a woman has completed the intense 37-week training course to join the Navy's Special Forces. She was one of 17 people to graduate yesterday. Her name not disclosed. Routine policy for those elite service people. We do know the name and the young age of one of Jeff Bezos' passengers on the space flight he has planned for next week, 18-year-old Dutch pilot and student Oliver Damon. 
who would become the youngest person in space. I've been dreaming about this all my life. Now I'll become the youngest astronaut ever because I'm 18 years old. I am super excited to experience zero G and see the world from above. Zero G and seeing the world from above. Damon is a paying customer. His dad put in a bid. Also on board will be the oldest person in space, 82-year-old Wally Funk, one of 13 female pilots who went through the same tests as Mercury astronauts back in the 1960s. It seems a summer treat based on comfort food is a big hit. It may sound gross, but so many people were curious enough to buy Van Leeuwen's mac and cheese ice cream that it's already sold out online and in stores. I think it's delicious and it tastes like cheesecake ice cream. The company debuted the limited edition flavor Wednesday online and it sold out within one hour. Van Leeuwen says its website crashed and its 2,000 pint inventory got wiped out. In shops, same story. Only it took employees three hours to scoop every ounce of its orange stock. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Basketball player Miles Powell has sued Seton Hall University head coach Kevin Willard and a staff member for failing to diagnose a knee injury during his senior season. The suit claims it was more serious than he was told and caused him to suffer physical and financial damage. And that's the CBS World News Roundup, produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Always on the go? Now you can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews with today's leading figures in politics, business, and entertainment in the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Available every weekday wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart here. Unbelievably exciting news. My new podcast, The Weekly Show. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, economics, ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.